all love to receive an encouraging note from a friend. And on one page of the New Testament, we find a very personal letter from Paul to Philemon. This brief note to a friend is full of doctrinal truth and practical help for us all. Open your Bible and your heart today as we come to the book of Philemon. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we study God's Word together. Through the years, I've heard this expression used. I don't really like it, and I'll tell you why in just a moment. But I've heard people say, he's good for nothing. She's good for nothing. Uh, I, I think I understand what they mean by that. They're not uh, contributing anything. They're not uh, producing any good thing at that particular juncture. Here's the truth. We are all good for nothing apart from our God because we're all sinners. In other words, our life has the potential to do one thing, and that is to bring heartache and brokenness to other people. We say sometimes to people, you have so much potential. A friend, apart from Jesus, the only potential we have is the potential to wreck and ruin our own lives. And so that's why we need Jesus Christ. Every sinner uh, without God needs Jesus Christ, and every saved person who knows God needs Jesus Christ. I need him every day. I need him every hour. I need him every moment. And so we return to our study in this little note to a friend, this one page of the New Testament we now know as the book of Philemon. And we've discovered that the love of God changes everything. The first thing it did, remember in verse number 10, was it made a slave into a son. I beseech thee for my son Onesimus, whom I have begotten in my bonds. Uh, But it doesn't stop there. It begins with a new birth. It begins with coming into the family of God, but it certainly doesn't end there. Listen to verse 11, which in time past was to thee unprofitable, but now profitable to thee and to me. Onesimus had done Philemon wrong. Uh, No doubt he had stolen from him. Uh, He had run away from his job. He had left him in a lurch, we would say. He He had created havoc in the household of Philemon. Unprofitable. He made a mess out of things. That's what sin does. It always complicates everything. It makes a mess out of things. It hurts hearts and it destroys homes. That's sin's nature. But notice what Paul said. He said in time past he was unprofitable, but now, oh, praise God for that, but now, isn't it wonderful the change Jesus brings, but now profitable, and he says this, to thee and to me. Why would Paul say he's not only profitable now to you, he's profitable to me? Because though Paul and Philemon were geographically and circumstantially separated, they were both members of the family of God. They were both a part of what God was doing in this world. And what Paul is saying is, now that Onesimus is a believer, he's a full-fledged believer. Isn't that beautiful? Uh, He is as much a part of the family of God as Paul is. He is as much a part of the work of the Lord as Philemon is. Uh, You see, everybody gets saved the same way. And when you get saved, you come in on equal footing into what God is doing in this world. So there, there are no classes in the church. Uh, There are just those who are in Christ and those who are outside of Christ. And so this man is now profitable. Do you see the past tense and future tense? He said time past and then now. Can I tell you what I've discovered in dealing with people? Everyone has a past. Everybody. We all have things we regret. We all have things we're not proud of, we're ashamed of. We all have marks on our life and memory. 
But now, you can't live in the past. If you live in the past, you'll miss what God has for you in the present. You can live in yesterday if you want to, but if you do that, you're going to miss now. You're going to miss what's right in front of your face. And so here's what love does. Love not only moves you from being a slave to a son, but it moves you from being an unprofitable person to a profitable person. Let me give you a great cross-reference to this. Romans chapter 3. Now, we know Romans 3, don't we? We love to quote verse 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But back up in the chapter, Romans 3 and verse 12 begins a description of those that do not understand and do not seek after God. It's a description of every lost person. Romans 3 verse 12 says this, They are all gone out of the way. They are together become, would you like to guess what the next word is? Unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Do you hear all the all-inclusive words? All and none. All of us have gone out of the way. Isaiah 53 said, we've turned everyone to our own way. So everybody's sought their own way, and everybody's left God's way. We all have become unprofitable. We all have sinned against God. None of us do good on our own. And just in case you missed it, no, not one. So it doesn't matter who you are, what your background is, uh, what you think of you, what others think of you. God says, when I look at the heart of every sinner, I see someone that on their own is unprofitable. And we have this tendency to think that certain types of sinners are really unprofitable. But the truth is, we're all unprofitable. We have nothing to contribute to our own salvation, and we have no good thing to give to God, and we have no good thing to share with anyone else. If there's anything good in any of us, it must be Jesus Christ. And when the Lord Jesus Christ moves into a life, he begins to change everything, and he moves us from being unprofitable to being profitable. That's how a person can go from being a criminal to being a a profitable citizen and contributor to society. Uh, That's how a man can be a drainer on one hand, a taker, and suddenly God changes him and he becomes a giver. Uh, That's how people have bitter homes and then suddenly the love of God invades the place. When the Lord moves in, he brings every good thing with him. Remember what I said to you about the fruit of the Spirit being first love and then joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance? Look, when the love of God moves in, It brings all of its furnishings and all of the sufficiency of Christ, all of the completeness that God wants for our life. You see, Onesimus was a man who just needed Jesus. Why do we get annoyed with sinners when they act like sinners? We really do, don't we? We get aggravated with sinners when they just do what sinners do, when they do what we used to do and what we would still be doing if it weren't for the Lord Jesus See, here's the simple truth. Don't ever forget this. In a wicked world, in a world that has gone wrong, in the madness of our culture, remember this, sinners need Jesus. And when they come to know the Lord Jesus, and the Lord Jesus begins to work in their life, he's the one who changes everything. You can't change a sinner. You can't change yourself, and you can't change another sinner. But Christ can do that and much more. Would you like to know what Onesimus means? The name Onesimus, it's not a name that we use much uh, today, but it was a a name in that culture and society that was fairly common. Do you know what the name Onesimus means? It literally means profitable. Think about this. Here's a man 
who all of his life has had a name that means profitable, and yet without God he was what? Unprofitable. You see, he didn't need a new name. He just needed a new nature. Somebody said, I need a new start, all right? If you need a new start, you don't just need a change of name. You don't just need a change of location. That's what Onesimus thought. That's why he ran away to Rome. You don't just need a change of circumstance, a change of employment. What you need is the change that only Jesus Christ can bring, which in time past was to thee unprofitable, but now profitable to thee and to me. I have no idea what your past is. You have no idea what my past is. But I know this now, right now, the love and grace and mercy and forgiveness of God is available to every one of us. And if we will allow the Lord to do his work in our life, he will move us from unprofitable to profitable. Would you ask the Lord right now to do a work of grace in your life and then to use you to share this message with another Onesimus today who's searching for purpose and for peace that only comes through Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening. This inspired letter has so much truth for each of us. Ask the Lord to help you live the grace of God and share it with someone else today. Perhaps you could even write a note to a friend and encourage them to keep following Jesus. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org for many more resources and invite someone else to join you as we study together. Until next time, may God richly bless you.